friends, my name is Amina Mejdoubi and you are listening to the podcast Unpacking with Mina. This podcast is a safe space where comfortable and uncomfortable conversations will occur. We will explore together the world by dissecting various issues that pertain to the human experience in a raw, authentic and fun way. So buckle up for a fun ride. Hi friends, welcome back to another episode of Unpacking with Mina with Mina Majdubi. I hope this episode finds you well, healthy, and most importantly, happy. Today is International Day of Happiness. I am recording this episode on Sunday, March 19th, I believe. Yes. Um, and it's International Day of Happiness. So I was, I've just been thinking of like, you know, what makes me happy and what brings me joy into my life. And I realized that it's the little things for me. I'm attracted to people that pay attention to little details. I I even think that little details in my life bring me so much happiness, like how my apartment smells. I've been into smells lately, just like really enjoying having a certain smell in my apartment so um this is turning into a whole episode but little story i went to <laughs> bed bath and beyond i think or bath and Betty war something like that works right and he purchased these plugs that you put in the plug and it just like infuses your house with a certain scent and I put it there and I was like, oh my God, it smells so strong. Then I realized that I actually opened the wrong cap of it and it spilled all over my floor. However, the silver lining is that my place smells really wonderful right now. So, I mean, you always got to find the silver lining in horrible situations. So enough of that. That's not what we're going to talk about today. Even though happiness is such a great topic. Oh my God, I would love to talk about it at some point and I will probably. Today, I want to talk about why is it important to trust the process. Just trust your process. Um, as a control freak, I would say, or, or an, an ex-control freak, I used to have a problem with the idea that things don't work my way or me not having control over situations it would really drive me crazy and put my anxiety to the test i i would feel really horrible um if things just didn't go my way that and that, those are usually things that i really 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 want um and throughout the years i've been realizing that th those things that i really really want are not always things that are great for me so really just like this past year i have been trusting the process and by trusting the process i mean going with the flow really um it's a very cliche thing to say but i think sometimes cliche words or phrases are actually truth and they are they make sense it's it's really easy to obsess over our lives and how we want it to be um 
and we tend to get super frantic when things don't happen the way we want them to happen but there is so much peace in trusting the process first of all um, I'm gonna talk about something that might not apply to everybody but my faith is very strong I believe in God and I believe in a higher power that is always going to take care of me and once I started believing in this I felt safe I felt like everything is going to be okay eventually um, that doesn't mean I wasn't tired of a certain situation or a problem or that I didn't cry but I still leaned on the fact that I would always be okay and I would always be fine because God is gonna take care of me um, and I understand that some people don't believe in God and that's you know this might not help you uh, kind of let go and trust the process but for people who believe in any higher power or God um, and if you, you, you feel that connection, you know that um, trusting the process because God will take care of it. It might not be the way you want it to, but God will take care of it and you will eventually be more than okay. Um, another reason why trusting the process is probably better than like losing your mind over certain things not happening the way you want them to happen is you feel more confident um you feel more confident that it will eventually work out i i think one of my favorite pieces of advice that i got from somebody was no problem lasts forever and my therapist slash friend slash American mom Dr. Gail Krenzer um, who kind of adopted me in a way she doesn't have daughters and uh, she only has sons and we met uh, when she volunteered at my school where I used to teach refugees and she just took me in her and her husband just took me in and and really treated me like their daughter but our friendship grew into a beautiful friendship and now she's my confidant she is my um, friend and someone that has helped me grow so much and she's supported me in in a time when um, it was really hard for me because I was going through a very hard breakup um, after four years of dating somebody and I felt like I, I, I literally felt like I wasn't going to survive that. It felt like it. And I remember her telling me, this will not last forever. This will not be forever. This is not going to be your situation forever. And I love this idea. I love the, the, the thought that a problem will not go on forever. I think this can apply to so many things except health you know some when someone has a terminal or a chronic illness that's different like i don't know what that's like but i would consider that a problem that is ongoing but when it's a problem that that is not your health it it, it will go away it will fade you will be okay so when i have a problem i feel confident that at some point I'm not going to have that problem anymore and instead of thinking of the problem itself I think of what can I do to make this problem go away what are, what would be the solution 
Um, and I try to problem solve effectively and, and not frantically. I try. Um, you become patient when you trust the process. You become so patient. I can think of so many examples from my life in which I had, I wouldn't say a problem, just setbacks. And I was really impatient. And a couple months down the road, I like laugh at myself because the way things work itself out um, is, is fascinating to me. So um, an example I can think about is when I was, uh, let, me, let me tell you a little story because it wouldn't be a podcast without me telling you a story. Um, when I decided that I want to move out of Den Denver, Colorado, I didn't know where I was going, but I did have an idea that it was going to be Texas. I did think and feel that it was going to be Texas because I had done my research and I thought that was going to be a great city for me. Houston to be exact and um, basically in any school I worked at you tell them hey I want to quit you know like next year I'm not going to be here in the next academic year and they basically hope that you will change your mind so they keep you around they're like okay well your your contract is going to automatically renew and um, we will see you next year, unless you find a job. So last year, um, I basically said to my job, hey, like, I am not going to be coming back next, like, I don't have the intention of coming back the next academic year, so I will, you know, I'm, I'm actively looking for a job. And they were like, well, you have to resign. And I was like, excuse me, you don't really want me? And they're like, well, no, no, no we want you but we don't want you that bad. And I was, <laughs> I was so confused because I'm usually like, usually people are like, please stay, teach for us. We love you. And that school really loved me. The principal really loved me. She even told me in my exit interview, if you ever come back, you will have a spot in our school. We will create something for you. You are that valuable. But I think they were trying to do what's best for them and they were trying to make sure that they have an English teacher for the following year. So I resigned. I wrote a letter to HR and I resigned and I still was like, you know what, I'm going to be fine because I'm a great teacher, uh, a school is going to love me and I'm going to move somewhere, like period. Then coronavirus was like, hello and i was like excuse me who are you like you're so ugly um then the virus started spreading and shit started hitting the fan people started losing their jobs and it was ramadan and it was hard ramadan is hard period then add the stress of looking for a job during ramadan and add coronavirus i had so much uncertainty i started thinking bad thoughts and I was like I'm gonna be in trouble if I don't find a job job during this pandemic because a lot of schools a lot of schools started actually getting rid of teachers because since everything started becoming virtual they were like well a teacher can take a load of 60 in a classroom we don't need all these teachers so I really started freaking out I cried a lot 
cried so much, uh, doubted myself, and um, I was like a hot mess. I had so many interviews, and then I had my interview with the school I, I teach at, which I love. I had my first interview, and it went really well. I loved what I what I said and how it went. Um, and I was fasting and I was still like, you know what? I'm so proud of you because you, you, you had no access to coffee, no water, and you still kicked ass. Then they called me the second time. Then they called me the third time. Um, and that's it. And I had to have one more interview. I think it was like three or four interviews. I'm not sure. And they hired me during a pandemic. And I was so in awe of how everything worked itself out god already had this in store for me it already had my name on it and it was waiting for me the the stress i put myself under the crying wailing i stress out my friends with me i will forever love my friend Aisha and miriam for holding me down during these times they would listen to me cry on the phone and they'd be like, bye. I just was like so uncertain of what was going to happen. And I really wish I was just patient, like, because everything was going to be okay. And what if I didn't find a job? Okay, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, I don't know, but baby girl, I'm going to be on unemployment. I don't know, but something was going to work out. And I am a crier. Actually, I'm less of a crier this time than any, like, I used to cry a lot more. Um, so patience, patience, patience. I could also sit here and tell you that I didn't go to my home country and I didn't see my family for six years, six years when I was going through my divorce and through, um, everything that in, you know, that, that had to happen with my documentation in the U S because he messed up my status, la, 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 la. That was really hard, but I knew that at the end of the day, I was going to be okay, and I was. I currently have a friend who's going through so much, so much, and I always tell her, you will be okay eventually. You will be fine. Um, she always says, I don't want to be 30 with this problem, and I assure her, I assure her, I know she's going to know who I'm talking about. And I know she listens to my podcast. You are going to be more than okay before you hit 30. All of these problems are going to go away and your life is going to make sense. So I think God gives his strongest battles to people who he knows can handle these battles. Um, If he didn't know you are able to handle this, I don't think you would be going through this at all and I'm talking to everybody like um, hardships really build strong character I think there are so two types of people people who are like well I don't want character if it has to go through if I have to go through all this shit to develop it and people like me I really think whatever has happened to me in my life was so necessary for me to find myself because I would not be the person I am today if I didn't go through everything that has made me the person I am today. So I'm still grateful for the the problems. I'm still 
grateful for the nonsense making uh, events that that occurred in my life. All right. Um, another reason why trusting the process will eventually help you is that you be you are less likely to hurt yourself in the process of of figuring out what's going on. Um, let me tell you that stress is what they call the silent killer. Um, people actually die from stress. People actually die from stress. And um, you can only imagine why. Stress is a mental psychological phenomena that happens to our body, but it has so many effects on our persona on our behavior the way we carry ourselves the way we feel and also our physique you can tell when somebody is stressed you can tell when you are stressed i don't know everybody is different but i can see it on my face more than anything and then i start seeing it on my body and feeling it in my body um so trusting the process means that you value yourself enough to stop stressing yourself out let me say that again. You value yourself enough and you love yourself enough to stop stressing yourself out. I was actually just listening to a podcast this morning, um, the 10% Happier podcast, which is my favorite podcast. Um, and they were talking about the importance of self-compassion. You know, we always think, okay, let's, let's have some compassion towards others, but we cannot have the compassion towards others if we are not self-compassionate if we don't hold ourselves so tight and hug ourselves and that could look like so many things but one way we can do this is to love and value ourselves so much that we if something is out of our control we stop stressing about it it's gonna work itself out or not and either way you're gonna survive it um, because sometimes obsessing over something, it won't change anything in the process. It will not change anything. All that it does is brings you more stress and you are, you are so caught up in something you cannot control that you actually start to lose control in your own present life. Another reason why trusting the process is good for us is that we become resilient. No matter what life's, life throws at us, we start to become resilient by trusting the process. It's like me right now. I have had so many battles. I mean, if, 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 here's the thing. If life actually scarred us, scarred us, with actual scars you would see a lot of scars on my beautiful body but thankfully it doesn't because um where was i going with this yes resilience becomes such a part of your character when you know there's no need to control or over things obsessively you just become resilient you're like a rock you know what I mean, it is what it is. I can't change it. I'm going to wait and see and see what's going to happen. Um, it's like when you go through so much shit, you know 
it's temporary. It's temporary. And as I said, Dr. Gail Krenzer says, no problem lasts forever. When I moved to Texas, the TEA, well, the Texas Education Agency was like, you need to take two exams. And I hate taking those standardized tests or exams. I hate them. They don't measure anything. I just hate them. And um, I was really upset because I was just like, why are you making me take these exams if I've been teaching for nine years? What the hell? I've proved myself. Khalas. Oh, that's it. Like, we're done. But I just... At some point, I was really upset. And then I was like, wait a minute, Mina. There is no way around this. Being upset is not going to change the fact that you have to take these exams. And one day, I was like, okay, I'm going to get the books. So I was like, okay, I'm going to start with one book and start the study books. Start with one exam, finish it, get it done, then take the other one. So I started studying. And I was like, wait a minute. This looks really familiar. I've taken this test before. And... I contacted TEA and I was like, um, please review my file. Let me send you all my transcripts again. What do you need from me? So they reviewed my file and they were like, actually, you don't have to take those exams. You are exempt. I cannot explain to you how happy, excited, light I felt because that was a problem in my life. Imagine working every single day, eight hours, coming home to study. I, was, I just had such a robotic life that I was like, please, God, like make it, make it stop. I was constantly tired. I didn't have any room for anything fun in my life. So trust the process, guys. Trust the process. Because... Another reason would be you become open to change. So I had written one day this little quote that says, I don't fight fate anymore. I should say anymore because I used to fight fate. Um, I used to want something so badly that if it doesn't happen, I would try and try and try and this is a good habit, like, yes, don't, don't give up. But sometimes, maybe change the approach or, or change, or maybe that's not going to work for you. Like, as, as, I think it's like, as encouraging as I want to be sometimes with people's dreams around me, like my family, friends, sometimes I just see people kind of wasting their time. It's not for me to tell them, but if like they ask me a question, like, what do you think I should do? I'm, and sometimes I just want to say, you know what? Maybe this is not for you and that's okay. That doesn't mean you failed. You just found out that this is actually not serving my purpose. It's not for me. It's not meant to be. It's not, let's not force it. So like right now I feel like I've become so open to change and mainly because I trust God's plans more than my own at this point. <laughs> I really do. And I love it. I love that I can lean on God to guide me. 
Um, and sometimes, well, not sometimes, honestly, all the time, his plans are way better than my own plans. I just sit somewhere and watch my, my whole life plan change. And I'm like, hmm, I actually didn't think about this route, but this seems legit. And this seems like it's going to work for me. So, and now I do this with so many aspects of my life. I just trust the process and trust that God will take care of me. And it helps me become flexible. Like, I don't need to have all the answers for my life. Even romantically, I used to like, um, like somebody start seeing them and I want answers right away like does he love me does he not love me is he obsessed with me what's happening and and right now I don't need those answers right away I trust the process and I trust that I will follow my heart to lead me where it's supposed to be and if sometimes things don't work out that's okay I'm actually so proud of the person I have become because I used to be so frantic. I'm telling you, I used to give myself a headache. Like, it was not healthy. Um, And right now, there's so much peace and calmness in the way I kind of lead my life. But, it, you know, I'm 34. This has not come sooner. But it's never too late. It's never too late. Um... What else? Trusting the process helps you practice gratitude so much. I think this is a word that we've seen everywhere, everywhere. Practice gratitude, especially during this pandemic. Um, because I think we used to run and race through our life that we didn't stop and think, what's going, what's really going well for me? Other than... Um, Focusing on the things that are not going well for you. And chances are, if we think about all the things that are going well for us, we would find that there are more things going well for us than the things that we focus on that are not going well for us. The fact that I woke up this morning and I'm able to use the restroom without anyone's assistance, and I'm able to enjoy a cup of coffee, and I'm able to be healthy, and I'm free, and beautiful, and in my own space, in a, I have access to clean water. All of these things are things that so many people don't have around the world, and that I sometimes take for granted. Not too long ago, I was like, I will never take water for granted because I live in Texas and we had that horrible storm. We lost water and electricity. I had to take a shower in a stranger's house because I needed to take a shower. After three days, I was like, I need to take a shower ASAP. And there are people that live like that every single day. They don't have access to water. I mean, that's just an example. So when a life is filled with anxiety, practicing gratitude will calm and ground us to 
just trust the process by letting go we learn to be grateful for what we already have and we learn that there is bliss in the things that we have and that the things we don't have it's okay we might reach those things we might not but we trust the process and the last um last thing i want to talk about is timing is everything sometimes we want something so badly so badly we think and we swear that that's what we need right now um and then deep down we are actually not ready for them not even close we might not handle those things if they were given to us then so i was trying to move to texas three years ago three years ago and if i had moved i honestly think i wouldn't have been prepared for this and let me tell you how when i was in denver my first year i taught at a school um that was predominantly white and most of them supported trump but they were racist there are some trump supporters that are not racist i don't want to get into this but they were very racist and i hated hated that school i did not enjoy it i did not love it i mean i think they even know they knew because i can't hide my feelings you can see them on my face i did my best i did my best but then when i had the chance to leave i left and i started working at a school that I will always have love for. I started working at Bruce Randolph School in Denver, Colorado, and I loved it. I loved it. It was a Title I school. It was a school where a lot of a lot of students with difficult home lives would, would you know go to. Um, some of my students were involved in the gangs. It was crazy. But you know what? I needed to teach at that school for me to be able to come back and teach in Houston. I mean, the school I teach at right now, it's rough. And that Denver experience was like a stomping ground for me. It was an initiation to what was waiting for me in Houston. I learned the art of managing the classroom. Because let me tell you, if you're a teacher, you know what I'm talking about. If your classroom management is bad, you won't be able to teach. You won't be able to have an impact on those kids. So that was very important that I went through that experience, which was hard. That school was really hard for me. But I grew so much as a teacher um, and I needed that growth. I needed that experience for me to be ready for my Houston experience so timing is everything and I was really upset that I didn't move to Texas three years ago but you know what God knows better he knew I wasn't ready and I'm sure you and I can think of so many other scenarios in which timing was not right for something to happen we were not ready for it we were not ready for that blessing so God knows better and he will hold that thing off for us until later or maybe it's not even good for us and that's okay maybe one day something even greater and better will happen
um, I really hope that we continue to practice gratitude and we continue to trust the process. Um, I think a lot of us have been doing this better than before because the pandemic forced us to. The pandemic forced us to trust the process. We don't know what's ahead of us. We really don't. But we trust God and we trust that one day we're going to be able to go outside without a mask, hug each other and be in the company of each other just like we used to. But in the meantime, we just got to start trusting the process. Thank you so much for hanging out with me today and listening to my podcast. If you like it, please share it with your friends and loved ones. Until next time, love and light, Mina.